I know you have heard this before. Work smarter, not harder. Ford has heard it too. That's why the Ford F-150 truck helps you get the job done in the smartest way possible. I mean, the pro-access tailgate alone is a game changer. It improves access to the bed and cargo, which makes it easier to load in tight spaces. See? Smarter. It's also got a mobile power source and pro power on board, so you can power up to 7.2 kilowatts outside your F-150 truck. That is definitely working smarter. And imagine what you can do with that power at your next tailgate party. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro access tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the pot of thunder and rock and roll. And let's get the weekend started with Duff McKagan's Joke of the Week. Hello, Chris Jericho. It's Duff McKagan calling you. I went out to a restaurant with my wife last night, and I went up to the, uh, the hostess, and she said, do you have a reservation? I said, yes, but I'll eat here anyhow. Thank you very much. All right, rock and roll Hall of Famer Duff McKagan delivering the uh, kind of laughs again. Uh, he has never let us down. So I am in Los Angeles right now at LAX. I just landed uh, from Australia, finished the Fozzie tour, had a great time. Um, and I had to get this intro done before I get on the plane to Tampa. But before we do, before we get rolling, I want to tell you today's show, Jack Slade and uh, myself, my good friend John Howarth from uh, Australia, we're going to do the best slash worst Survivor Series preview ever. We're going to break them down and make some predictions. So let's go. It's the best worst Survivor Series preview ever with uh, more Jack Slade said no one ever and that starts now we have no uh, real organization here because it is the best slash worst uh, Survivor Series preview keeping in the fine tradition of the best slash worst SummerSlam preview and of course the infamous Drunkamania which has now spawned a t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com Slash Jack Slade. I am Jack Slade. Oh, I am Jack Slade. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, what is it? It's well, slash I am Jack Slade. Oh, okay. But, but if it, you're on the website, you can just search for Jack Slade and you'll come. Yeah. And it says Drunken Mania. And what is the, the quote on it? Uh, more Jack Slade. And then said, no one ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. So uh, we, we decided we were going to do this. We've been talking about it because we're here over in Australia. Uh, just finished a great tour with Fozzie. And uh, joining us for the best slash worst. Uh, Survivor? What was this? Survivor Series? This is Survivor Series, Survivor yes. Slam? Survivor Slam. Survivor Slam. Summer Series. So, oh, uh, Survivor Summer uh, Series. Riot, John Howarth is here. And uh, uh, this is your first Is this your first podcast ever? Hello, folks. Yeah, I think it is my first <laughs> podcast. So I think I'm going to try and beat the worst ever Australian on your podcast, which was Jacko. <laughs> Hartley Jackson. Hartley Jackson. I mean, the Hoots brought Hartley Jackson on the talk and shop, and it's uh, widely regarded 
as the worst uh, TIJ guest ever with the famous line where I said, okay, uh, Chad, I had to go to the bathroom and Gallows fell on the floor. And I said to Hartley, okay, you got 30 seconds to talk about yourself. Go. And he goes, who, me? I'm like, yeah, you. You got 30 seconds. Oh, oh I'm an Australian wrestler. I'm like, that's all you got? So you have to beat Hartley Jackson. I mean, right. that was a good promo. That was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, me? I, I think I'd cut a better promo than that. But I think I've been on here before with the you know, terrible... When? The We're terrible crikey, 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 crikeys that you, <laughs> you and your mate Spewey used to do. Crikey, crikey. Worst crikey, Australian crikey. accent ever. I sound like a South African from the West Indies. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Wait, so no, what? Your accent is the worst Australian accent ever? No, Chris or? is the worst Australian, attempted Australian accent. Well, here's, here's the best thing. You got a, a Canadian accent, an English accent with a, t- a tint of Welsh. Some, Yep, that's some, uh, some of that. Uh, uh, Riot, who has a very thick Australian accent. Very thick everywhere, thank you. <laughs> well, well, I don't know especially about his cock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a lot of communication breakdowns more than usual. <laughs> more than our slightly confused uh, communication <laughs> breakdowns because of that. Oh, by the way, I noticed you, I just noticed you're wearing a who the f*** is Jack Slade? Yeah, I don't know Jack. why I'm wearing it because we, you know this is recorded uh, order, on audio, not video. So no always can... be close. I don't have one of those. Uh, I'd like one in large. Okay. 7XL. Yes. <laughs> All right. So if, if a, it, what size is that? Is it like extra small or something? Like this is a kids. Built? It's a kids small. <laughs> um, yes. Let me ask you this. Okay. So so Attractive. so John, how many how many wrestlers have people called you thinking that you look like them? Big Just, Papa Plump. Big Papa Plump. Steiner. Heidenreich. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell even remembers Heidenreich, man? Well, Somebody stopped me in New York and said, you're Heidenreich. And I said, no, I'm not. And they refused to, to listen to me. But I got called Badass Billy Gunn tonight. tonight. Oh, yeah, that's yeah the resemblance is uncanny. Badass Billy Gunn. Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy, if he went through a... Like the, yeah, if he put on about 60 pounds. <laughs> it's like being went through the X-ray like and turned into the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, well, I mean, it, there's been quite a few of them. So I did have a... Pathetically ordinary Australian wrestling career. Okay, hold on. We're going to get into this for yeah. a second. Now, Jack, anyway. how, how many wrestlers have you been compared to? Uh, oh, you know what? More than more than one would think. Uh, one which never seems to escape me is, for some reason, Neville. And I look nothing like him. Is this the new Neville? Like the super ripped Neville? Obviously. You have his abs. <laughs> yeah. I, saw I, do, I do have his abs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and his ears. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's the ears. It's got to be the ears. You're not Just afraid of getting else? your shirt off either. No, 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 no. Anything else besides... Uh, besides Neville? Yeah. Um, not, right? Uh, Harvey Whippleman. <laughs> 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 that's, that's happened a few times, that's yeah. And um, uh, Bill Alfonso a couple of times because of the Ooh, hat. Ooh, okay. I don't think facially, just the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, mm. so, 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 Riot, you said that you uh, had a, a wrestling career. You were a wrestler at one point. You wrestler. Next thing I put around the wall, you should be a wrestler. Yeah, Look like a wrestler. If you can call it that, I just got in the ring and just. No, so, no, hold on. Did you, have an, did you have an official match? Yeah, about 100. Uh, oh, that's 100 matches, man. Yeah. That's good. I think my best payday was two beers and a hot dog. <laughs> you know, the ridiculous thing of flying yourself into state and then putting yourself up in hotels to go out and wrestle in front of 100 people and get a hot dog, which were really terrible. But. I, my, my, I got a hot dog and a, a glass of orange juice when I wrestled a kid's birthday party once. Orange juice? You yeah. wrestled no, cupcakes. kids? Yeah, no. No, you no, 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 me. No, I did not wrestle kids. Oh. I went to a kid's birthday party, and it was me and Lance Storm versus Randy Rudd and Bart Steiger, hmm. a.k.a. Skull Mason, uh, in front of about 12 kids and their mums. And their mums were very touchy-feely with me that day. Ah. In a Quonset in February in Calgary. So it was very cold. In a what? Quonset. What is it? What is uh, Quonset is like um, 
Like a cool design. Might put grain in it. Like a, it's like a kind of a farmer's like building. a silo. Like a, like like a, a silo. silo. You wrestled inside a silo. Oh, many times. Huh. Silo yeah. match of death. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's my, one of my favorite Kiss albums, a silo. Uh, anyways, um, so what? What? Uh, who did you train with? Did you train at all, John, or what did you do? Yeah, I did train, but I don't want to give him credit. <laughs> okay, so you, you so you went and did a hundred matches. What well, was I trained for about three or four months. Did about a hundred matches. Wrestled all over the country. It was sort of. It was good fun. But you know, me stupidly, like 130 kilos, like to bump. You're a bumper. So it's 130 kilos for our Americans in the audience, which is 300. 300 pounds. Yeah, and I used to do stupid things, but it was good fun. But well, then, what do you mean you used to do stupid things? Like what? Uh, Moonsault, leg drop. Yeah, going. Yeah, toss. doing stuff off the top top rope, taking like, suplexes outside through tables and foley. I just liked the bump. I thought it was fun, but you know, it's, you ever do the foley uh, elbow from the apron? Yeah, I did that. There you go. What was your finishing move? It needs to be a pump handle slam. Okay, a plump handle slam. Pump yeah. handle slam. Pop a plump handle slam. And then I turned into an F5 because I got called Brock Lesnar again. I mean, <laughs> There's another I, one. I think your photo was on uh, Instagram the other day from my appearance with the birthday cake. Somebody said, geez, Brock Lesnar's let himself go, haven't they? <laughs> they were talking about me. Oh, it was you. <laughs> yeah, if, if you guys uh, are following Chris Jericho on Instagram, which is me, talking about myself in the third party, Chris Jericho follows you'll see uh, a fine birthday cake that was given to me by jack and john both uh basically naked wearing nipple tape and the cake was a penis it was which was nice uh what was your wrestling name john do i really want to yeah all right come on i started out as the hardcore superstar really yeah no if, the, band, uh, the band was really cool back then they just sort of started breaking they're out cool now so, uk yeah, yeah they just started to break out and i they good guys the promoter wanted me to do garbage matches so there was a cool name and um used to come out and you know, a big HS on my chest, and I was a baby face, and I used to destroy <laughs> bad guys, you know, like, and then I turned into uh, Mr. Big Time John Simmons. <laughs> John Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Came from, yeah. It was, it was Were you ever called the One Man Army? No. Okay. Because somebody wrestled as Armageddon in one place, too. So. Okay. Because somebody put that on uh, on uh, Instagram, the One Man Army. So I don't have that. No, that that's what Monty Connor christened me because I run the show down here for Nuclear Blast. You know? uh, so, yeah, yeah. So he calls me the one-man army because I do it myself. But actually, that would have made me like one-man gang, and I'm not quite that bad a shape these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your favorite match you ever had? We did a match with Jason Helton once, <laughs> um, which was a cage match. <laughs> and no one knows who that is. <laughs> a cage still, match, that was a good one? He's still, yeah, that was a good match. Jason was great to work with. Jason also, is a guy from Calgary who uh, trained in Calgary, lived with Dr. Luther for a while, and then uh, moved to Australia to wrestle here. I think the best match I did was against a guy called Lobo in Victoria at a fed called PCW. Mm. And that was the first sort of where thumbtacks and sort of barbed wire and that came out. And it just was sort for decoration. Of, yeah, just for decoration. And, and uh, we, we had a really good match. It was a really good wrestling match and then turned into a garbage match at the end and went through, you know, powerbombed him into like 10,000 thumbtacks. And then it sort of went from there and the scene just turned crazy after that down there. Everyone just tried to outdo each other. So. You know, it, it was good fun, but, you know, it just became like a drag just costing you too much money to get around. And, yeah, you, you got to put a lot of money into it to really start making it. Oh, you, you know? do, but you're never going to make it. Come on, I'm serious, you know, like. You may, hey, 100 <laughs> matches, hardcore superstar. I got paid too. once, I think, in the, I got actually paid two or three times, and the first one was for $30 and the check bounce, and that was by the guy who trained check? me. check? Who writes a check for $30? He did, and it, that, it was the guy that trained me in his own federation, the check bounce. <laughs> was it Heyman? <laughs> well, uh, it, was the, it was the C, 
CBW, the Czech Bounce Wrestling Federation. Yes, it, Czech yeah. Bounce Wrestling Federation. Uh, so speaking of which, uh, Jack, you... Um, been very busy on tour with Fozzie. We're going right, to Canada yeah. next week. Yes, but uh, when we take a break, you have a new uh, endeavor that you're working. I on. do. I'm actually. I'm actually going to be training to, uh, to 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 wrestle. Yeah, and this is not a joke. This uh, is not a joke. This is true. This is true. Yeah, come January, uh, I'm going to be training in London for a little bit. And uh, where are you going to train? Uh, so it's it, it, it uh, as far as I'm aware, it used to be the Progress Dojo. It's now called Luckle, uh, Knuckle Locks. And um, it's uh, a lot of good people that come from there. So, it's, um, is it, is it, as long as it's not called Moose Knuckle, uh, no, but that's probably going to be my gimmick. <laughs> Moose Knuckle. Moose Knuckle from Knuckle Locks. But we have a gimmick for you, though, Jack. Yeah, so yeah. You're, you're obviously a slender guy. Yes. Uh, uh, you could be comparable to uh, a, a lighter cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Cheeseburger, obviously, African American. Yes, yes. You are not. I am not. Very pale. Yes, I am. Um, but so just say you're going to get in a feud with cheeseburger. Yeah. And what's your name going to be? Uh, so it's going to be fish and chips. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But it's not That's like fish and chips. It's like nuclear fishing. Fishing. So it's fish F-I-S-S-I-O-N chips. Yeah. Is this like a, with a Z at the end? Probably just to be cool. Like chips enough. You got to be down with the kids, haven't you? Yeah. Fish and chips. It's marketable. Well, have you thought about costumes at all? Would you- uh, just a paper bag, you know, like, cause you know, you wrap fish and chips <laughs> in the paper, <laughs> newspaper. Paper just like- bag. <laughs> Over your head. Well, no, because the whole thing is, or maybe like the entrance is, I got to fight my way out the paper bag before I can get so you my. Just walk opponent. down the ring with paper, with grease spots on it. Yes. Cause it is fish and chips. And little like wooden, Forks for, well, yeah, for the stick for in there. The, yeah. So, is this something that you've wanted to do for a long time? Oh, absolutely. Since I was a kid, uh, and just music took off first. So, mm. uh, the complete polar opposite of you, I suppose. Because right, you're you're a tremendous drummer. Thank you. Uh, and now you are a tremendous PA. Yes, thank you very much. For the most part, for most part, yeah, yeah. And uh, and now going into wrestling. Yeah. Have you ever? Uh, is the first time you've gone to a wrestling school? Or? Uh, it is. It is. I I did try um, when I was fifteen. Um, and I, uh, I scheduled the, you know, it was, it was first, first session scheduled it all. Um, I couldn't drive at the time cause you have to be 17 in, in the UK. Uh, so I got my mum to drive me an hour to the gym. I go there, gym is closed. I, uh, I just got the wrong day. Um, and then ever since then I was too embarrassed to ever go back and then music took off and I just didn't do it until now. What, 13 years or something like that? 13 years? Yeah, it was, it was 15. 15 years ago. 15 years of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so 15 years of, 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 of just being busy and kicking myself and not doing it. Now I'm just pulling my that's finger that, That's Hey, I, I'm 100% behind that. Follow your dreams. But you do realize that it's hard at first when you first... Of course. I, I, I absolutely uh, do not expect it to be easy at all. So, you know. The first time I ever hit the ropes, I felt like somebody hit me in the bread basket with a baseball bat well the greatest thing was about uh and uh, bear in mind i don't know how to hit the ropes properly right. but um on on your cruise um after the uh the the wonderful podcast about eddie that, that you did uh, that was a great one it was a very good podcast but like conan was enthralled with with you he was he loved jack slade because he said your only job was to fill the drink and take, take off your jacket yeah <laughs> And I also love the fact that I had an ice cooler. Yeah, yeah. He was said, obsessed with that. said Chris Jericho ice mm. on it. Well, he's lovable, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. very lovable. Thank I you. think you should do a fisherman suplex. I, I still think it's a great idea. A fisherman. Fisherman suplex. So after the cruise, what happened? Yes, well, during the cruise, so after that podcast, I was like, well, you know, I'll just I'll just get in the ring and just, you know, and just see how it feels. That was my first time ever in a ring. 
Oh, so you walked in the ring. Oh, you walked into the ring that was in the staging area. In the staging yeah. area. Um, and, um, you know, so I'm just running around and trying, you know, trying to hit the ropes as best as I could without knowing what I was doing. And then I realized that the other person that was doing that with me was Brad Williams. So <laughs> first time in the ring uh, was with, uh, well, was, was with a midget. It's a little man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone says little person, but Brad will say, call me a midget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's why I'm yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. because I spoke to him about it after this. I was like, How dude, awesome was Brad Williams? He's so funny. He was the star of the show on the cruise. Oh, he was everywhere. Yeah. He's a, he's a, a comedian. And well, he's a, so funny. And dude, if you look at any video on the cruise of any activity, Brad Williams is in the corner. And if he wasn't on stage doing his own gig, yeah. he was out there Did watching stuff. I don't know. I don't he, think so. I know he was completely loaded every time I saw him. Yes. But then again, so was I at that point. Um, but every Fozzie gig, he was at the corner. Uh, Phil Campbell, I saw him. I saw him at the podcast. He was just everywhere. I said, you're like an apparition. He said, that's going to be his new comedian name, Brad the Apparition Williams. That'd be cool. And I saw him on cool. stage for Burn Me Out, too. He was dancing. That's so, right. Yeah. <laughs> Getting into your um, your wrestling training now, yeah. has the success of the British guys in the scene over the last five years inspired you more? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, I think the fact that um, there's been such a, right now, yeah. yeah, there's been such a resurgence with the UK scene. It was kind of like I actually wanted to get into it a couple of years ago, um, but I just it's just been too busy. So now that there's actually a break, and and the the fact that now there's sort of more of a chance for more diverse talent. Um, to, he's a skinny guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hence, you know, I was trying to no, be but, more. But, 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 you know but, what I mean? But, but, but also, but like, for, like for, obviously, for you, personality is through the roof, amazing. So, what are you seeing yourself uh, when you get to the job? So, a couple of thoughts. Of, you know, if if actually wrestling doesn't work, I've always, uh, you know, because of my size, people might not take it seriously, and I, I'm, you know. But if you work with somebody like Cheeseburger or somebody like that, I mean, sure. like you said, there's a lot of smaller guys that are working. James Ellsworth. Exactly. Ellsworth. That's yeah. another thought of mine Ellsworth as well. Ellsworth is a worldwide superstar now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not so much that I'm thinking I can't do it. It's just for some reason, if it doesn't translate, I've always thought that I could be a pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yes, you did <laughs> blow out your lung by standing up. <laughs> Harvey Whippleman Jr., maybe. There you go. Did you hear what he just said? He blew out his lung standing up. Standing up up too quickly. So that might be a problem (laughs) when you start taking bumps. So your cardio is good then, hey? No, cardio is great, but, uh, you know, drumming, I've got cardio, but Uh um, no, you know, I have have thought about, you know, being a manager as well. So cardio is good. Dexterity. Yeah. Great from drumming. Yeah. Understanding uh, choreography. Still remember patterns. Yes. I, uh, I know um, I have that down, but it's just it's it's uh, it's just purely whether my body can actually take the physicality. We should we should start a contest mm. uh, where everyone pays like ten bucks or mm. maybe a hundred bucks or something, and whoever wins gets to come watch you take your first bump. Sure. Like a like a, what's it called? Like an auction? Like a go auction? Is there a go auction page? Uh, eBay yeah, or something? Maybe an eBay. Uh, I'm sure there's what a way you we call can do it? that. Go fund me. Go fund me. Go fund me. Well, we don't no, need that's not money though. Thing. No, no. We want we want the highest bidder to pay to see Jack Slade take his first bump. But like, he goes, but like, holy shit! But it would obviously like the money wouldn't go. It would go to like a charity or something. Yeah, like the Jack to, Slade yeah, the Jack Children's Jack's, Fund. Yes, the other pro wrestling Jack Slade pro wrestling pro tees. Wrestling tees. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you can cut a mean promo. I've, we've heard you on this show. Yeah. He's, he's he's become he's got a, a personality. You got charisma. You, you you could start as a as a manager that bumps and then transition into the wrestling world getting well, earlier. You know? I, I, I have had a few thoughts about stuff like that. Yeah. Some sense, yeah. All right, there are some seriously talented luchadors in AEW and not all of them speak English, 
which can make putting together matches a little challenging sometimes. That's why I signed up for Rosetta Stone. I'm learning Spanish, amigos. Eh, amigas, see, already learning. Haha, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You don't even have to learn Spanish, though, because Rosetta Stone has 25 languages, including French, German, Korean, Arabic, and Polish, and Japanese. That's what I'm going to do next. I spent a lot of time in Japan, and I still work with a lot of Japanese wrestlers at AEW, like Takeshita. So having a better handle on the language will definitely show in the ring. Communication is key. And learning Spanish on Rosetta Stone has been so fun and easy. They've got this true accent feature that gives you feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. Sort of like having a personal trainer for your accent. I'm using the app, but you can also do the lessons on desktop or laptop. I also like that I can download the lessons and do them offline, which is perfect for a plane. I can sit there on a flight and work on my Espanol. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Talk is Jericho listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Jericho. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Jericho today. That's rosettastone.com slash Jericho. Do it today. Let me ask you one quick question, John, before we get into it. We are doing a, a SummerSlam preview here, guys. So don't uh, don't threat, fret, or threat. Oh, threat. Don't oh, threaten. Oh, don't oh, you threaten. dare threaten us. Or no. Jacob, Jared threaten. Jared threaten. No. Well, should we story. even mention that Let's name? stay we'll off of that. Yeah. We'll stay off of that. John, so let me ask you, because I know Will Ospreay uh, wanted to come to Australia to, to kind of kickstart the Australian scene. And you mentioned how the British scene is really catching on. How's the Australian scene right now? Well, yeah, you know, I had a lot to do with the New Japan tour here in February. And Which was, you had something to do with? Yeah, I had a fair bit to do. I did a little publicity for it and helped them pick. Help book it. Help the talent. Because you sent me an email like, who's the top guys in New Japan out of these names? Yeah. And I chose some of the ones that I knew because there was a very successful Australian New Japan tour back in February. February, We, we yeah. had six weeks to put, you know, to advertise it, put on sale and sell it and I think Sydney and Melbourne sold out like you know four or five thousand seats each, which was fantastic. And they—that's true—they did sell out. You yeah. know, people like Will Osprey. The Australian scene is actually quite good now. It's quite strong. It used to be quite toxic, and you know, guys wrestling in jeans and t-shirts and stuff. But a lot of the guys have sort of you know gassed up and got but, themselves in shape. And, and didn't Will specifically say, "I want"? I don't know if he yeah, moved he to Australia, but no, he's he's coming out a lot, and um, people are learning from him because he's only a kid himself, and he's got so much knowledge at his age. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys around that have been around a while. They just need someone to guide them. You know, there, there was a lot of egos and toxicity in the scene and too many promoters. Toxicity. But I think now there's, there's a few feds that are really understanding and getting it. You Jack know picked I mean? up my system of a down. Uh, yeah, that got me. Up, shout out there. No, that was toxicity. Yes, that was just a little Same bit album. Yeah, same, yeah, same album. album. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question, though. Um, who's, who's a couple of the top guys from Australia? Is it Robbie Eagles, Australian? Robbie Eagles is good. There's a He's kid. in New Japan now. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's excellent. Um, AK? Harley Jackson, who was good, but I think he's he's. I don't know. Harley's sure. now uh, in NXT Purgatory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And then we've got um. <laughs> no, he's actually a trainer at NXT. Good for him. He's a guy. Uh, Mick, well, Mick he's a better trainer uh, than he was a Tarkas Jericho guest. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. A guy I love Hartley, by the way. We're not bagging him. We're just great, making great jokes. Work. We mean yeah. him go back twenty years. So it's it's. You know, Is there a guy like an initial guy like AK or? Uh, there's, there's a guy called um, Mick Moretti who I like. He's he's a guy got a bit of comedy, but a really good worker. There's um. A big guy called Jonah Rock, who's really good for big guy. Oh, uh, yeah, kid yeah. called Slex from Melbourne. Um, you know, there's plenty of them. There's a lot of talent there. But I just think they need guidance and direction. And 
need to sort of break out of here a bit more. But, you know, from what I've but seen. But it's good, though. It's a healthier scene. It's, it's and a much healthier scene. You guys actually know what they're doing and know how to promote and how to put shows on. Bring in the Progress guys. Bring the Ring of Honor That's good. Guys. Like we mentioned, the New Japan example. Yeah, Carter's been here. Naito's been here. There's been a lot of guys. <laughs> Will. Has there been a better Australian worker than Nathan Jones? Well, Hey-o. yes, uh, oh, back Jack. He's seven foot tall and Hey-o. 400 pounds, so I'm not going to say anything about Nathan Jones. He's a guy who quit in Australia. He, he, oh, he, he actually quit in Australia? He quit in Australia, and he was living in the States at the time. They said, why don't you just wrestle on the Australian show and then fly back to the States so you can pick up your stuff, and plus you'll get like a big pop from uh, the Australian crowd. He's like, no, I quit. So he quit before the show, which was like, in, I don't know, let's say Melbourne. Sold out show, never seen so many people. Uh, it's open. No, I know. I just like folding. Oh, and uh, he quit. Yes, please. And then bought his own ticket home rather than wrestling the show in front of his family, being being the hero and flying home and then pick up his well, stuff. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And the, But he was in uh, Gladiator. No, I, was, I mean, he's actually saw, done quite well as an actor, to be, yeah, to he be, to be fair. Yeah. He, he, For wrestling-wise, he just didn't get it. I saw him here in WWA, which is a world wrestling all-stars, and he wrestled Scott Steiner in Melbourne, and he climbed the top rope to deliver a flying clothesline and slipped, and Steiner bumped in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Big Papa Plum. I was going to yeah, say, that's, uh, that sounds away. pretty standard for that. <laughs> sort. Was, yeah, there you go. It was. All right, guys, so uh, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Everyone's waiting to hear it. Uh, so, uh, Survivor Slam series? The Survivor, the Survivor Sur- Slam series Sur- is. Uh, what do you want? Fill up. He wants some oh, GG, man. Oh, ice! I just filled it with fun. vodka. Um, you- we have a third element, Jack. So we might we have to, our vodka intake might not be as good this time. What do you so, mean? Oh yeah. Well, because usually it's just you and I drinking. That's a good bottle. point. Yeah. You yeah, call got- me the human sponge for nothing. <laughs> they don't call you Heidenreich. How many nicknames do you have? Uh, I just oh, love yeah. the name Heidenreich, which is great. And I know Vince too. Like you probably think, oh, we want to call him like Johnny Power. No, Heidenreich. That's a name people remember. And he was right. But we were going to do this podcast last night, and we're here on a, a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Which is Tuesday Back in, the day. Uh, in the States. We were going to do it after Monday Night Raw. Yes, originally we were, yes. Yes, and you were kind of tired. I was super tired. And when you we said, were just kind of burnt out. Yeah, it was, you know. it's been a burn me out. It's been a long tour, lots of burn flying. Burn me out. I just think of Brad Williams on stage for that now. Um, <laughs> so we didn't do it. We say we did tonight, and it's, thank goodness we did, because... Yeah. If we would have done it last night, we would have we would have had to do it all over again because last night, Swerve City, we'd be talking about Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. Yeah, we would talk about Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles. Yep, those matches are both done. Right. Wow. It's not those matches now. No. No. Huge uh, change. Uh, now it's Brock versus Daniel Bryan, and Becky got stiffed, stiffed by uh, Nia Jax, and, and and they said that they said she broke her face. It's, a, it's an interesting phrasing of that. Yes, like, yeah. I'm going to break your face. Yeah, exactly. It's like a promo thing. Yeah, isn't it? Has like, anyone ever went to the doctor and been diagnosed with a broken face? Maybe if you lived in the Bronx or something like that. Wouldn't it be like a broken orbital bone? Yeah, or... I'd say orbital round. I'd say, yeah, eye socket. That'd be... Or is it like a Brutus the Barber beefcake where he broke his face in the, in the parasailing accident? The famous. Is she uh, going to come back with one of those plastic masks? I was going to say, that would be amazing. <laughs> exactly. Just uh, So anyways, those matches have been changed. Uh, and now it's Charlotte uh, versus Ronda Rousey. And mm. like we said, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Let me ask you a quick question. Why do you think they did um, uh, the switch from AJ to Daniel Bryan? I don't think they want... Uh, okay, now, yeah, I don't think that it, it would it would have made sense for AJ to lose twice consecutively at Survivor Series to Lesnar. I don't think Vince cares that much about that sort of stuff. John, no? What do you think? I'll tell you in a second. Okay. 
I, I yeah, I just think AJ's too over, and um, it makes more sense for for Danielson to take more bumps. Well, let me. And I, let and me... I, I think I think I think it's gonna. It'll, it'll be an interesting one, but I just think that it, it, it's a contrasting of styles. But do you mean it's an? Do you, no do you, are you saying that he's too over in the sense that he doesn't need the belt? Because if he was, it, it, you know, as over as he is, why would they take the belt off him? Because there's future plans, I'd say. Here's what I think. I think that Vince wanted a buzz going into Survivor Series because he lost his main event, which was Ronda versus Becky. And, you know, stuff happens. If you see the punch that she took, oh, it was rough. Oh my gosh, it, it yeah. didn't look like a potato. It looked like a, 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 a legitimate, deliberate punch in the face, but whatever. We'll hold off for judgment on that. Yeah. Um, I think once he lost his main event, because I do think that the uh, Survivor Slam would have main evented with uh, Rousey and Becky, he needed a buzz. I want buzzworthy. I will change the title. Because to him, AJ and, and Brian are the same. They're both great workers. They're both the same size. Yep. They're both going to get eaten alive by Brock, depending what mood Brock is in, if he even wants to have a match or whatever. Exactly. Because sometimes Brock will just show up and say, yeah, we'll just talk about it in the ring. Yeah. And that's what happened with Ambrose at WrestleMania. They didn't even go over anything. Um, so I think that's why they did it. I think also because Becky and AJ are so over and you're looking at how it's going to work out with Rousey's over as well, Brock's over, so you're going to have four people are all over. I mean, where do people sit? Right. I think it also made sense as well. Uh, what? <laughs> He's just starting to sound like you're getting a little bit low ski. Oh, no, not yet. Oh, <laughs> Drink up. You're only two in slate. You're, you're one and a quarter in. I'm only one and a quarter in. No, but, uh, it, because of what happened last week on SmackDown with, with Brian taking out everyone and just storming out the ring, it kind of also made sense to to, to pull the trigger on a heel turn. Because of these feuding captains and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and he, right. he even took down Shane as well. So it was kind of like a big thing. of. Well, and the cool know. thing is as well is that uh, um, now they've announced that Brian's uh, debuting new ring music. Oh, uh, really? Yes. Um, music and I, I have the official track okay yeah wow exclusive so you're the four right? uh, and uh, Dan O'Brien and uh, just, just slashing Ach Liebenstein and Dan O'Brien cock and balling mein Arsch scheiße so uh, that's something to look forward to no more of the, uh, the Vikings and beekeepers that they have can you imagine if he actually comes out of that <laughs> maybe because this podcast because damn it <laughs> I was listening to Talk as Jericho the other day. That Toto's got a hot song. You know what? I think the crazed look on Daniel Bryan's Daniel son, Mr. Miyagi was his manager. It'd be really cool. But I think they got his name dyslexically mixed up when he first came in, don't you? What's that? Well, I went from Brian Danielson to Daniel Bryan. What do you mean? Who's son? Who's, who's, who's Brian Danielson? Exactly. Ah. He lost his son. So Who lost his son? What are you talking about? Daniel Bryan now. They dyslexically got his name wrong when he appeared on this. What are you talking about? Well. <laughs> crikey, 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 crikey. Danielson, Daniel Bryan. There's no son left. What happened there? What trauma time? Okay, enough. <laughs> Oh, it's so great. Um, so we, we have a little bit of a controversial uh, Survivor Slam series. What the f*** it's called? <laughs> crikey, crikey, crikey. Crikey, crikey. Um, so it's going to be... Uh, it's, uh... <laughs> we haven't even... 
We haven't even started. <laughs> we've already we've been doing nothing for thirty minutes. Uh, and the most positive thing is we busted out the air horn and freaking told the line. Oh, oh it's great. So anyway, so Survivor Series is this Sunday, Sunday. in Los Angeles. Um, Sunday. Yeah, uh, sponsored by Snickers. And uh, um, uh, Snickers Sunday Snickers and yes, and Beyonce will be playing her new hit single. And she's coming back. Yeah, yeah. she she cool. is she is going to be performing Downey Bryan's entrance. Oh, uh, and <laughs> this is the best That's thing. It. Slade just turned his hat to the left. Now it's ready to rock. You, oh, I, I'm, you listen, when you first showed up uh, on this trip and you didn't have your hat on, yeah. I was like, who are you? I know. It's become like a gimmick, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, you need yeah. the hat. Like, as a matter of fact, you've had your first caricature. That's very true. Drawn of, drawn of you. Uh, it's on Chris Jericho Fozzie. By the uh, wonderful man, uh, Josh. Josh. Rocking the Blackcraft cult. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Bobby Shabinsky. So I didn't swallow my drink properly, man. Yeah. You saw this drink? <laughs> Careful, he's going to blow out his Adam's yeah. apple. Yeah. Uh, Jack blew out his throat drinking. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, shout out to Bobby. Uh, Bobby if, if Bobby's looking for any, you know, new new sort of people to rep on, online, you know, I, I have followers. Dude, oh yeah, you do. Yeah. And, and also, you know, honestly, that uh, the Chris Jericho Judas shirt that people bought at Hot Topic. Yeah. Collaboration. They call him a collab. A collab. John. I don't know. You've seen the shirt. It's, it's a collab fantastic. with Blackcraft. And same. people were like, oh, that's witchery. That's satanic. That's witchcraft. I'm like, no, it's just a cool looking shirt, you dumb idiots. So, exactly. You know. And but here's, uh, and a sidetrack about Blackcraft as well. And, the, the, you know, the whole thing is believe in yourself rather than believe in something, you know, believe in something else. Believe in yourself. So that I make 5XL, it, so I'm man. not happy. I like that. I dig that. What did you say? Yeah. I make 5XL, I'm not happy. I can't buy it. I didn't catch a word of that. It's super thick Australian. Crikey. Can you say it again? Say it again, please. They don't make 5XL, so they, I can't buy any. Oh, they might. At a hot topic. There's a lot of big people in the States, I think, right? No. Uh, before we get into the card, I said big people. Big people. Big, viral, viral. Hey, oh. We did meet uh, Malcolm Young's son. Yeah, Ross. Yeah. Because yeah, we are a very uh, rock and roll wrestling podcast. You're getting the wrestling. Uh, and the rock and roll is that we got to meet Ross Young, son of Malcolm Young. He's not big people. They were not. He was small. Yeah, very He's small. a little guy. Oh, he's a young. Yeah, he, oh, exactly. He's a young. So tonight we had our VIP tonight. Great, great VIPs the whole time. Uh, we're in Brizzy. I think a great VIP rep as well. Uh, great, you did a great job. Thank you. you. Whatever uh, mistakes that you make, which are, you know, more than a few. <laughs> no, uh, great social media. Awesome. So we had a, a killer a group of VIPs today. And there's one guy and God bless him. So Paul Stanley told me this trick because you don't want to get what you call B.O. shoulder. Sure. Ask Scotty about it. when you're in Europe. Someone they, they put their arms around you oh, and yeah. their armpit goes right in your shoulder. Oh, and that, yeah. Well, yeah. That'll smell. It's like Seinfeld. Oh, it's, it's right here. You know, you can't yeah, get it's like Seinfeld's yeah, car when the guy gets in with the B.O. It doesn't go away. No. You have to take that shirt and throw it away and you still might smell like B.O. So Paul said, just put your elbow on the guy's shoulder. Yep. So now I've got the upper hand. So I did that. The upper shoulder. A, upper shoulder. And uh, a guy goes, uh, and this guy was ripe. I didn't smell him. Oh, dude, he was stinky winky. Wow, I'm not going to say what he was wearing because I don't want to embarrass anybody. No, of course. But this guy, like his B.O. was 
I, so here's yeah, the thing. Beyond. You know, sometimes people are nervous meeting you and the guys. So like, you know, maybe he just would have been. You don't start smelling. No, no, no. But no if, fine, if, but if you sweat and, you know. Well, you put the deodorant on in the morning, it takes care of that. Yeah, true. I'm I, just, I'm just mm. playing devil's advocate. Here. Well, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking bad. No, I know. But then not. he goes, I want to hug. And like, I sell some, I just hug girls. I'm not going to hug guys. It's, I hug my friends. And yeah. dude, this guy was not I'm having it. He's like, I'm giving you a hug. I get, he's like in there. And dude, I was enveloped by two arms that had onions mm. underneath them. That's basically what it was. Yeah. Onions. That's rough. Um, so we have to be aware of that. That should be one of our VIP uh, prerequisites. Uh, no selfies. Uh, you have to buy a ticket and you can't smell like an onion. I'll just have a deodorant stick with me. I'll just still be like, all right, that who be- needs deodorant? You know what she need? A Black Craft collab Jack Slade deodorant. Yeah, it'll sell. It would totally sell. Yeah. yeah. I remember doing Kiss VIP a few years ago and I was standing there and this guy walked in. And you could actually smell him walk into the line. And he walked up. And what did Paul up, do? Went up to Paul. He's going, oh, hi, Paul. Gene. And Paul just goes, oh, oh, oh. Ah, yes. And Paul reeled back. Absolutely reeled back. And his guy was like, Gene. Everyone's just like. Paul went. Like, like reeled. He reeled. You know what a reeling means. And but what did they said, do? So Paul does the, the no, elbow on the No, he He stood as far away as he could and had this look on his face. Like he just sucked on a lemon and just like. Paul went, oh, no. So I said to Gene. Oh, no. I said, what you need to do in the VIP bags is throw in. Kiss breath mints and kiss cologne. <laughs> so every fan has to try it before they walk in. I'm surprised Gene hasn't done that yet. I know. I'd buy kiss said. breath mints. Like winter kiss. Winter kiss, yeah. Bre- breath mints, you know. What about summer kiss? That's either one. You don't, you want, you don't want to be uh, uh, seasonally prejudiced. You know who's living large at my house? My three cats. Mr. Mittens, Indy, and Snickers. And you know why? Because we switched them to Pretty Litter. Okay, so it's really me and my wife and my daughters who are living large, thanks to Pretty Litter. Because Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly, so no more bad cat smells in the bathroom. Pretty Litter crystals last up to a month, so less cat litter box cleaning for all of us. And less fighting about whose turn it is to clean the litter box. I gotta deal with this fight every single week between my daughters. This makes it so much easier. Pretty Litter also ships right to our front door, so no more last-minute mad scramble runs to the store because we're out of kitty litter. And Pretty Litter has another cool feature that makes life just a little easier. It helps us keep tabs on our cat's health. It changes colors so you can monitor early signs of potential illnesses like urinary tract infections and kidney issues. It's easily the best thing we've done for ourselves and our cats in a very long time. Like I said, Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. Those are two big wins in my house, meow. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. So go to prettylitter.com slash Jericho and use code Jericho to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash Jericho. Code Jericho to save 20%. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so here we are. Survivor Series Slam. No mercy. Yeah, no survivors. No survivors. It's no. going to start off. We're just going to get into it. We've been talking. We're we still talking yeah. Brock and... Well, we're going to get to that. Danny. We'll get to that. Well, here's what we do, though, John. Mm-hmm. We start uh, at the bottom of the card and move away. Sure, so I'm an the kickoff so. pre-show, Raw versus SmackDown, that's the gimmick of this uh, Survivor Slam, is that all the uh, teams, all the matches basically are uh, uh, SmackDown versus Raw. So we have uh, Chad Gable... And Bobby Roode, The Ascension. Oh my gosh, this is crazy, dude. 
This is five on five tag team traditional elimination match, which means there's 20 guys standing on the on the on the apron. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, the Ascension, Lucha House Party, Revival, and the B team. And let me just say that the team captains are Roode and Gable versus the Usos, the New Day, the Colognes, Sanity, Gallows, and Anderson. Team captains the Usos. So let me paint this picture for you. I'm trying to work this one out. That's 20 people in the match. And at one time, there's two guys in the ring. So that means there's nine guys on each side standing in the apron. How, but, uh, okay, but what, if it's five on five, though, how is it 20? Because it's five on five tag team. Oh, yeah. And five tag teams versus five tag teams. What do the captains do? Do they toss a coin before the match or something? Well, and I, Which I way they want to run? Nothing. What, yeah. No, no, no. But So no, each team have two captains. Yeah, but the captains don't do anything. No, but I mean, do they organize urine first? Urine next? You take him. Do they organize urine? What for the piss know. test? They organize know? urine first. <laughs> okay, so I remember watching the Survivor Series in the '80s. I was a big wrestling fan, and uh, you couldn't get pay per view, get Coliseum Video, and you could go to the shop and uh, uh, rent the Coliseum Video. And I vividly remember a five-on-five tag team where there were so many guys like the Rougeos, the Killer Bees, the Heart Foundation, uh, the Demolition, awesome. the Conquistadors, like the Islanders. Everybody was in the thing, and you couldn't even see the match because everybody's gathered around. So that if they don't shoot it from corner A or B, they can't shoot it from C or D because there's too many people. Your ringside ticket would suck at that one. They would suck bags. Yeah. With this particular one, though, with the people involved, do you know there's going to be some sort of spots where people are going to be off the apron? I mean, What's look, the time limit of this one? There's no time limit, but it's a pre-show kickstart match. With a 60-minute... I'm trying to do how I think it. Do it. So try to do Howard. The 60-minute time limit. This is Dark Blade. 60-minute time limit. Five on five. I used to love the 80s Survivor Series. the first time. Past the first time, past the first time, the queen we was proud. <laughs> so Jack and uh, Pete, who was on our last uh, preview, got an argument because uh, uh, about driving, and <laughs> yeah, he goes, Pete goes, do you even have a license, mate? And would you say, uh, past first time? And so that's been the mantra of the tour. Past the first time, past the first time, past the first time. Okay, so we're moving. Okay, so. Oh. <laughs> We can't move on because we haven't even... Uh, oh, we haven't even predicted the winners yet. Um, so, yeah, dude, I mean, I don't know. Um, did you go through all of the people? I did go through all the people. Oh, sorry, I missed but it's Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I mean, who do you think is going to win? Let's just get right to it. It's, it's, it's a kickoff pre-show. They better give them 20 minutes. The, the entrances are going to be like freaking seven minutes. Well, looking at the way the teams are weighted, there's only... How like, do you mean? Well, look, you got Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, the Ascension, Lucha House Party, the Revival, and the B Team. Well, look at the other side. Usos, the Usos New, Day, New Day, Cologne, Cologne Sanity. The Colognes, by the way, are the best. I love the Colognes. Sanity, Gal. Yeah, dude. Like the way which, the teams are weighted. Which way is it going to go? It's, it's, it's obvious. Got, well, I, Usos are on SmackDown. That's a SmackDown win. It's just, yeah. It, it, there's yeah. no way. There's no I mean, that. It's all SmackDown. If I'm booking that, everybody on the Raw team loses. And here's my so prediction. It's five on zero. Yeah, I'll start. Yeah. My, my prediction, 5-0 victory for SmackDown with Gallows and Anderson Who's getting those? the last pin because they're my bros. I don't know if it's going to be 0 because, I mean, the, uh, only because, and I'm hopeful just because I really want them to do something with, with Rude. I want him to be... What's the appeal of Bobby Rude, Jack? I, I, I saw, glorious. I, it, it, glory, it, it was the, it, he, he was so hot on NXT. 
And it's just like he came up and they tried to. Do this. I, it's something was lost, and I don't know what because different market. Well, well, for for one, he was pushed to face, and he was a great heel. Basically, the only thing I know about him is his ring song, which people love, which I don't think is that great, but people. Yeah, love it. it became sort of like an internet meme thing, but he he because you like the fact he wears a robe. Yes, we need more robes in wrestling. Robe, robes were the thing. Did the hardcore superstar wear a robe? No, you couldn't afford one back then. Uh, Do you think yes. we can get UK and Ade guys on hardcore superstar? I love rogue wrestlers from Ric Flair to Akata to Bobby Roode. We should like start our own uh, federation called Robe Wrestling. Robe wrestling. You I know, just, I, I never knew how tall Akata was until until he's I saw him all like in. Until when? Until all in. You saw him at all in? Yeah. Oh, when did you see him at all in? Well, he, was, well, he, he was in the dressing room next to... Next oh, to so you were room. prowling around the dressing yeah. rooms? No, I had to watch the monitor to try and give you, you the cue that I messed up anyway. Up too. <laughs> <laughs> He's got hair like me. No, what? No, it's Long. canary orange now. Yeah, it was, it was a reason red. That's why I said for Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at this card. Funny. I mean, have they made like a I'm, sequel to Lucha House Party yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Lucha House Party 2. Yeah, uh, is that out yet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Electric Boogaloo, I think it's oh, called. Okay, yeah. So. Who is Lucha House Party? Uh, it's like Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. Oh no, sorry. Um, Pentagon. No, it's uh, not. <laughs> Pentagon's sitting here, isn't he? It oh, would sh- be if they signed them. But who is the Lucha House Party? No, it's uh, Kalisto, uh, Lince Dorado, and uh, I like Lince. No, Lince's great. He yeah. tests me a lot for advice. I like. Him. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Lince's great. Kalisto's actually great, but uh, the thing is, is he he can't stop talking about Lucha things. <laughs> What's a Lucha thing? You didn't see that promo? <laughs> no, no, the horrible promo. <laughs> you were really like, was that Kalisto? What was it, it was again? Kalisto. It's like, I'm going to do some lucha things. And then, just, <laughs> he, then he realized he screwed up and goes, yeah, and it just runs away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, You never saw that? No, oh, I All right, once that. we're done with this, we'll have to yeah, show you the lucha, lucha things. I've heard is from uh, the legendary Reptile. Reptile, headlining in Caguas, Puerto Rico. Oh, yes. Versus the Invader at the anniversary show this year. Cologne is really unfortunately spelled, isn't it? What's that? Cologne is very unfortunately spelled. Well, no, but it's also... it's not I mean colon. You don't want to be called colon. There's that, but also when you're a team and you're the colons. Exactly. They should own it. They should well, they do. I mean, because they, because because the finish is called the Enema. They should over there you go. But yeah. they do own it because they're great. They are. They're listen, awesome. Primo's. I worked with Primo in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and dude, you know, you know me, man. I'm not gonna bullshit. It was one of the best matches I had. I went right back and said to Vince, "You need to use Primo like you used uh, uh, Pedro Morales in the '70s." Right. He is amazing. Those guys, are, those guys, and they're great yeah. brothers too. Yeah, good cats. Uh, so I'm saying that Gals and Anderson win uh, five and zero. What are you predicting, Jack? Well, I don't think it's going to be five and zero. I, I I really do hope that Rude gets at least one. So it might be it might be. But yeah. you're predicting SmackDown? Yes, uh, but I don't know whether Gals and Anderson are, are, are going to do. It. I I think it's so probably be the first ones. Eliminated, but for me, <laughs> to be fair, well, no, I to be fair, the way sanity being booked, I mean, it might be sanity, but uh, it's going to be either Usos and New Day picking up the win, John. I, I really don't know about this one because most of the teams sound like the nightclubs the Ascension, Lucha House Party, the Revival, <laughs> nightclubs, dude. Yeah. We oh, went yeah. to the Ascension the other night in uh, Adelaide, it was it was it was lit, that was lit, bruh. I, I, I've got to go, I've got to go with Gallows and Anderson and the New Day to be the sole survivors. Hey, John, okay, John, the, the mic, Gallows no, the Anderson. mic is there, man. Yeah, my mic is here, but there I've got go. a loud voice. This is his first podcast, yeah, this is true. Gallows and Anderson and the, and the New Day to be the sole survivors. 
eliminating Rude and Chad Gable at the end. Okay, there you go. I think that's fair. Okay, I think that's fair. Okay, so um, cruiserweight title match. Mustafa Ali versus Australia's own Buddy Murphy. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to say a thing about Buddy Murphy here. And this kid, um, he wrestles Matt Silver out here. And he used to cop so much crap on the forums by guys that ran him down when he was in Australia. For what? Really really put shit on him just because they just bagged him out and said he was nothing and nobody and just, you know, and the guy's over there killing it. You know, I've got to take my hat off to to Buddy Murphy, to to Matt Silver. I do too. like, he was... The guys out here just, you know, just... Some Jealousy, reason, man. It, it happens was. all the time. This is before he went over there. The guys used to post stuff about him and say stuff about him. These guys are still sitting here getting a hot dog and a couple of beers. I'd take my hat off to him because of Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Good call. But don't take your hat off because I won't recognize you, Jack. <laughs> take your figurative hat off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah Buddy Mur- is Buddy Murphy dating Alyssa, Alyssa yeah. Milano? Alyssa Milano? Buddy Murphy's dating Melissa Milano? Alexa Bliss. Yes. Oh, Buddy Murphy's dating Melissa Etheridge. Yes. Okay. Well, good for him. Melissa Etheridge. Yeah. Come Uh, to my window. She turned the corner. Is that Alanis Morissette? (laughs) No. That was Milanis Etheridge set. Um, So, Milano. I almost just pulled Lister. Billy Milano is dating Buddy Murphy. I I thought this was Cranberry. I was just about to pull Listerine (laughs) in my. It's green Listerine, by the way. Yeah, we got green You're getting green. into Winnipeg territory where people used to actually drink. Um, I've got to get used to it from when I'm there in a couple of weeks. I know a guy in America called Smark Rage who wanted you to sign a Listerine bottle for him. So, so I understand that. Buddy Murphy's dating Alyssa Milano. Is that what we're saying? Yes, it is. Correct. Okay. Um, uh, no, so, and Alexa Bliss is dating Buddy Rogers. I would, Buddy Nature that would Boy be Buddy awesome. Rogers. <laughs> I, I like Alexa Bliss. She's been a bit on Talk as Jericho. And I like Buddy I Murphy also like well. Alexa Bliss. I think it's great that uh, he's... Thumbs uh, up, Buddy Murphy. You're killing it, brother. I'm, but he is. Yeah, man. Trust me. Not just, not just on that side, but like he, he, got he is, out he is killing it. I just love to be where he is right now. So Buddy Murphy's dating Melissa Etheridge? Yes. Or Melania Trump. Is that? Melania. Buddy Murphy's dating Melania Trump? Melania. Is that her name? Who the hell is Donald Trump's wife anyways? Melania. Uh, 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 Melania. Melania. Wasn't she the WWE at one point? No, Donald Trump was. He, he took that son really oh, badly. <laughs> I love the fact that Buddy Mer- Mercury. Buddy, Buddy Mercury. Mercury. He should come out to Fat Bottom Girls now. I love yeah. that Buddy Mercury is dating Melissa Etheridge. That's it's great. cool for me. Yeah. Because he's about 30 years younger. 30 years younger. And, you know, and, and good, good luck to him. And Melissa Etheridge just changed camps. Well, she's changed camps 30 years ago. Dude. Oh, okay. Way before Buddy Mercury was born. Um, anyways, so uh, we got a good matchup here. We got Mustafa Ali versus Freddie Both Mercury. Both these guys. <laughs> I got to back my buddy. I got to back my Aussie buddy. <coughs> Rami Malik versus Freddie Mercury uh, at the uh, Summer Series. Um, listen, I know that they tore the house down, all jokes aside, at the Melbourne uh, Stadium show. Yeah, they did. And, yeah. Uh, was, it, was it these two guys or was it another guy? At buddy no, Murphy... Yeah. Tore the house down with somebody. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Buddy Murphy. Murphy and Eddie Murphy are a hilarious comedy team, and they're actually brothers uh, with Charlie Murphy, who I think might have died. Did Charlie Murphy, did Charlie die? Murphy die? He, he did, didn't he? I think he did. Charlie Murphy! That's insane. Hold on, hold on one second. Okay, uh, talk amongst yourselves. Give a 30-second promo about yourself, John. Who, me? Who, me? I'm Australian pro wrestler. <laughs> no, I'm not really. <laughs> 
Do you really want me to talk for that? Well, I just wanted to. Oh my gosh, Charlie Murphy did die. Yeah, April twelfth, two thousand seventeen. He was fifty-seven years old. Fine gentleman from uh, New York City. Um, who did? Okay, Melbourne. Uh, Jack, give me a thirty-second promo about yourself. Oh, uh, well, I mean, goddamn, I'll do a better promo than Frosting Tea Store. So, all right, if you go to www.prowrestlingtees.com slash I am Jack Slade, you can pick up two t-shirts because one... Say what? Yeah, two t-shirts. That was... Uh, sorry, I peaked that one. Um, oh, okay, you're done. All right. It was <laughs> Cedric Alexander seconds. versus Buddy Murphy uh, at the Melbourne Because we had never seen that match before. I, I heard it was awesome, though. I heard yeah. those, uh, those guys work hard. Cedric oh, Alexander God. is a, a bad man. I never saw Buddy Murphy because uh, he started... Since I left, but I was a big Cedric Alexander fan. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, they're, they're both great, but it's just they, they they kept doing those matches, and it's just... Okay, well, we got Buddy Mercury versus uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh, who do you think is going to win? Buddy. Buddy? Uh, I think... I concur as Buddy. I think it's a rare, uh, all three of us uh, uh, agreeing. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. I, I, and here's another reason why I think it might be the case as well, and it's reading between the lines. And the... Uh, good old Triple H posted a picture with him and Buddy Murphy when he won the title saying, you know, just, just putting them over, saying how kind from NXT, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it would make any sense for them to take the title off and not the Triple H had anything to do with that unless he does. No, 205 Live, he does, doesn't he? He, he runs, he's the showrunner for 205 Live. So yeah, Live. Buddy Murphy is keeping the title and they will put on a hell of a match because Mustafa is amazing as well. Great worker, great worker. It, you know what? His finish still blows my mind to where I don't even know how he could possibly do that. Like, I don't understand. He does, like, the reverse 450. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't get it. What um, What did you say before about the... Uh, the we, we were talking about you said that uh, you, you saw Triple H's promo? Well, uh, so Triple H put a picture uh, uh, when, when Buddy won the title. And, uh, and, uh, at, uh, did he win it in Melbourne? Or did he win it before then? Yeah. Whenever he won it. In Melbourne. He was yeah, Melbourne. So he, he he took a picture, uh, did the whole thing of like, you know, welcome champ, pointed to him and, you know, put him over in that and way. And you said read between the lines, right? Right. It's only okay. been a month. I don't think I'd strip the bill up for a month. And I did. And I did. Is it line? And I did. Shout out to Canada's Killer Dwarfs. Read between the lines. Oh, great, band. great rock and roll band. Um, okay, so we're all agreeing Murphy's going to win. Yes. Okay, great. I got a um, new name for you, Jack. What's that? Jack the Giant Slater. Uh, well, that's it, it, actually very close to what Conan called me. You know, Jake Slade, Jake Blade, <laughs> Yak Slater. Good Conan. Slater. What's, the, what's this guy's name? Jake Stevens. Uh, 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 Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Conan doesn't know anybody's Slater. name. Who's this guy? Jake Stevens? Yeah, Jake Stevens. Jake Stevens. I have no idea. But then also the best thing was, and that during that whole part, it was a keeping a one hundred. So it goes, what's this guy's name? Jake Stevens. And no, and straight away someone knew it was about me, and they go, Jack Slade, and goes, uh, okay, Jack Slade. You know, and, and Chris Jericho had his own box of ice. All right, Raw versus SmackDown, five on five, women's traditional elimination oh, match. Oh, this is a hard one. This is Nia Jax. Nia Jax, sorry. Uh, Tamina Snuka, Ember Moon, Natalia, Ruby Riot, 
Team captain Alexis Bliss. I don't understand this team captain bullshit. Who cares? Alexis not even in the match. Well, the reason the reason they go to put a captain is because they go to put Alexa on TV because right now she's oh, like, and she's also dating Melissa Etheridge. Yes, uh, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Asuka, Carmella, and Tuba. Who is that? Who's Tuba? Wait, hold on. Why is that still TBA? How can they decide? Maybe it's a surprise. Oh, no, because maybe it was Charlotte. Now it was Charlotte. Now Charlotte's the match. Right, 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 right. I said right, put right. Mandy Rose in there. That's it has just, to make, oh, yes. Please. Please. And I think so because also she did that whole promo about about trying to be involved. Yeah, I think it will be Mandy what Rose. What promo did she do, Jack? I didn't see it. I think there was something about um, she was trying to, when they were choosing who was going to be on the team, Mandy Rose did a bit of a promo. Okay, so all right. I think well, why is Alicia too. Fox in this match? That's what I want to know. Uh, she's, she's raw. But she's still well, going to be the match. SmackDown. No, I know, but this, we're talking about the SmackDown team, though. Oh, but at least he's not on the Raw team, is what he said. Well, maybe maybe he could switch. He? he? So, oh, God. Al Fox. Al, Al Fox, Al yeah. Fox. Um, there's really not much to, to decide on this. Uh, Nia Jax, you know, she did knock the f*** out of Becky Lynch, so maybe she Brutal. might get a little... Uh, office heat for I that. think the way they've been building Nia and Tamina plus you know they have Ruby is another heel that, uh, yeah. you know you're gonna give it to the, you're gonna give it to uh, hold on but we have to keep track of this so we predict Smackdown won because they do keep track Smackdown won the kickoff yes so you're saying Raw will win the, this one yes who's the sole survivor who's the last survivor I'm gonna say Ember Moon. Ember Moon's my yeah. I, I, yeah. Let's I, give her a shot. I was gonna. I was actually gonna say either Tamina or Ember because I don't think it's gonna be Nia. It's either gonna be Tamina or Ember. Natalia. I think, uh, Ember reminds me a lot of Kiera Hogan from Impact. Yeah. Um, uh, they have like both have orange hairs and stuff. And and I don't mean to to to. No, to, I'm just saying that. I'm just, it's not, no, I, I, I don't mean to dog on 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 uh, on Hogan, but I I just think Ember's better. It's definitely not gonna be Nia Jax. We know that. Well, but it might be because you never know what happens in the wacky world. Exactly. Well, they're, they're, but they're really trying to. Who's your, of, who's going to be the T- TBA? Your prediction? Mandy Rose. I say Mandy Rose. Yeah. You? Yeah, probably. Okay. I'd say that. All right. So, so in our world, SmackDown won, Raw won. Okay, because they will be keeping track. Uh, yes. Then we got Raw versus SmackDown. Five on five men's traditional elimination match. So this is between uh, Man on a Mission and Doink the Clown. <laughs> exactly. Uh, here's another one. Team Captain, Acting Raw General Manager. I thought he was the Constable Baron Corbin. Gives a shit. Is he going to work or is he going to cut a 15 Nothing. But here's the thing I hate. Baron Corbin's the uh, uh, general uh, Captain of Raw and he's not working. And Miz is the Captain of SmackDown and he is working. Yeah, but I don't I like mean, that shit. But someone's got to keep the young guys in it's check. Like I don't like it when Ozzy goes on tour as Ozzy and plays Black Sabbath songs. It's Ozzy. Play Ozzy. If you're the captain... No, I, I, I'm with you on that. And you're on the team, then the other captain has to be on the team. That's the rule. But so Mitch isn't working. No, no. no yes, he is, he is, he is working. working. He's in the team. He's working. Oh, he Corbin is not. No, no, but so so this, get another guy to be the captain that's not working. Well, this is the whole thing is... Um, uh, uh, which we will cover this, but originally it was going to be the co-captains of Miz and Brian. Right. Okay. Obviously that changed. We'll, we'll cover that. But why Corbin is in this? But why is he the captain and he's not wrestling? Chris, I've got to give him something. Yeah, but then give some other guy something so that Miz isn't the captain he either. He's a stand at ringside. But then well, some other cats that, my point is he's the acting raw general manager. John, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying 
if he's going to be the captain and not work, then SmackDown should have a captain exactly. that's not working too. I agree. Bring in freaking Funaki, Funaki or Eric Bischoff or Joe Puke and the Chunky Bits. I don't care. But keep some cohesiveness some on what's going bits. on. Well, look, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. Show me it's like I said, when I go to Ozzy, I want to hear Ozzy songs. I don't want to hear Black Sabbath songs. Just Ozzy songs. To be honest, right? Why couldn't they? <laughs> like, if they're going for people that are uh, that are not working, but they're still... what? Okay, yes, it's a men's match, but why does that matter? Why couldn't they get Paige? Paige is a team captain. Why? Why? I, did, I mean, see, I'm totally down with that. Just give me cohesiveness. If one guy's the captain and not working, then the other guy should be the captain and not working as well. Call I have me. a theory on this. What is it? It's a, a lumberjack dead man? match with one lumberjack, Baron Corbin. What are you talking about? We don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, so jack. who's going to win this one? He's got to do I'm going to say... He'd roll everyone back in. Okay, so wear here, a flat shirt. Here's the caveat. Strowman, this week on Raw, basically got in Stephanie Mann's face and said, I want all. Uh, I want this, this, and this. And she said, if you, if you win the Raw SmackDown elimination match at Survivor Slam, you can get all that you want. So I think it's a storyline thing where Braun Strowman is going to win and then get all of the things he wants. And the basic thing that he wants is a rematch against Brock Lesnar for the championship. And do you think that makes it a three-way later on in the night? Oh, wow. It depends. Because he did, also, well, he did also have money in the bank. Maybe he could do does he still have money in the bank? No, but I mean, he... But, did he cash it in? Actually, when did he... Did he, he, uh, he win money in the bank? He won money in the was bank. Was Ted DiBiase Jr.? No, no. Oh, it was Aaron Stevens. Yes, it was. It was Aaron Stevens. It was, Aaron Ste- no, it was, it was his name. Uh, Trent, Trent Acid? No, he's been gone no, for a was, while. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Dax Nielsen? Uh, I think it was Dax Nielsen, the drummer of Cheap Trick. <laughs> what, was, what was his name? Jack Evans? No, it was the guy's name. who's was Mrs. Stunt Double... Oh, Darren, Darren Samda. Aaron Samden. Darren. Darren Samden. Soundow. Darren Samdow. <laughs> Dax Mizdow. Nielsen. I think Mizdow. Yes. I'd rather see Dax Nielsen. Sandow. So, so, uh, no, but, no but, but you're right. Aaron Stevens, because when he went Sandow. to- Damien Sandow. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Damien Sandow. No, but you're right. Aaron Stevens. Aaron Stevens when, so Damien Sandow. Same, same person. I don't know where- Oh, it was Damien Sandow- Aaron, Aaron C. I don't even know where we're going with this. He no, but no, because he, no, but so, no, 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 but he, no, Impact. He went to Impact and he called himself, I swear it was Aaron Stevens. It was Stevens, right? Wasn't it? That's his real name. My point is. No, I know, but he went by that. and it, I know, dude, but let's just dial it back. Yes. When Damien Sandow. Darren Sandow. The briefcase. Sandow. He yes. did not cash it in. No, he didn't. Successfully. Did Braun Strowman have the briefcase and did he cash it in successfully or did he not? Did Braun well, have I don't the remember briefcase. that. Sorry? Did Braun ever need the briefcase? No, but did he have it? Have no, he, he did have it. Did he not win? I don't remember when he cashed it in. He still has the briefcase. Ah. Does he? I don't know, but for, for in the, on this show, it's my freaking show. It's true. I'm saying Braun Strowman still has the briefcase. Because the Brutus beefcakes. Braun Strowman is the beefcake. No, because he was, he was Mr. Monster in the back. That was his. That was that was that was the. It that just was the, wouldn't work, would it? Braun second, the Barber Stroman. Hold on a second. Work, was he really Mister Monster? That's what they called him, Mister Monster in the Bank. They did not call him Mister Monster in the Bank. Instead of Mister Money in the Bank, he was he was Mister Monster in the Bank. Oh, Mister Monster in the Bank. I would rather have. Uh, would you just say? No, you go. No, I can't remember what, what I said. What did you say? 
I said, what, before? Yeah. I said, Braun the Barber Strowman. I like know? that. Brutus the, the Bar... Braun the Brutus the Barber Braun. Braun the Barber Beefcake. Bra- no, Braun the Strowman, Braun the Strowman Briefcase. Um, anyways, uh, I'm saying that uh, Braun Strowman wins and Stephanie McMahon has to grant him all of his desires, which is basically a rematch against Brock Lesnar at... Tables, Sable Royal Slam. Rumble, something, somewhere. Sable Slam. Sable Slam. Wow. Oh, Hello. Hello. Jack, your prediction. Uh, about a Sable Slam? No, about <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, No, this one. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Come on, tell me a theory because I've got <laughs> <laughs> So We miss you, Sebastian. I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna go for something different here. I I, I still agree that it is gonna go to the raw side, but uh-huh. I think they are gonna somehow get Braun out of it. And I also think it's wow. either gonna. I think it's gonna be McIntyre. I think oh, McIntyre what? will be the sole survivor with this. My prediction is Shane McMahon. Of course. Well, because he's now the best in the world. No, because it'll come down to Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, and Shane McMahon as the only three. Then, of course, Baron Corbin is. Feuding with Braun, Lashley will go, and then Baron Corbin will cost Strowman the match, and Shane will go over. Wow, that's not a bad call. That's Shane. Shane's always a possibility. That's because he's the acting commissioner. Corbin Corbin needs a position in this match. Apparently, from what I've heard, the rumor is Shane's father is very influential. I don't know if that's true or not. uh, Oh. Who is Shane's father? I believe it's uh 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 VKM. Uh, sorry? VKM. Is it is it Braun? No, no, Shane Braun is not Shane's father. Oh. Shane, Shane's I'm your father. Shane's father uh um is uh if you guys ever heard of um uh, Lord Alfred Hayes? Yes. Oh. Apparently he's... Yes. That's not his father. Oh, it's oh, I was oh. just asking if you ever heard of Lord I have Lord heard Hayes. of Lord Alfred Hayes. Alfred Hayes is like a baby's arm holding an apple, I reckon. Oh, you heard he had a big cock? It really, yeah. I never heard that. Wait, yeah. what? Well, well, I mean, Shane's father was Johnny Carson's uh, sidekick. Oh, for many years, the illustrious yes. Ed McMahon. Yes, who uh, was the spokesman for Publishers Clearinghouse, but he wasn't. And when you hear my upcoming Mandela Effect podcast, which is a whole different world, so uh, Ed McMahon, yes, from Beyond the Grave, he used to give out checks. He did. Yes, but now he could influence a push for Shane McMahon. Coincidentally, the boss of the WWE. Vince McMahon. That's my pick. Shane to win. Have you heard about the rumors now that, uh, and not, I'm not saying this because I think it's going to happen or even hope it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't. But like, now that Shane is now the best in the world, people are thinking that Punk's going to come back. I heard that the, that was shot down instantly. Of, of course. Well, somebody so else has to call themselves the best in the world or what they do. Uh, that was me. Well, yes. yeah, I call myself that too. There you go. Exactly. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm going to ah, be a Survivor Slam. Are you Shane? There's a TBA on that team. There you go. Are you the, Shane's father? But that's There's a TBA on the, the girls team. Smackdown. Um, exclusive. Exclusive. Uh, what did you just do there? No, I, it's like cocaine. No, I, no, I don't I do it. I don't actually know. I know I'm you just, don't, but it's still easy to be. He's still in his No, I know. I, I, pull I, the microphone away and just snorted air. He's still on his second drink too. He's not. I can tell he's getting into it. He actually did bring a glass from his own room. But that's my pick. Shane to win. It'll be down to Lashley and Strowman. Baron Corbin's got to do something other than standing. Do you really bold. think that they, yes, that they would have Shane win that and yes. this? And yes. and Corbin will cost Strowman yes. the match. 
and because they're feuding on the side, and Shane will take it. When Shane's involved, you never know. That's and I'm going to go with that. So we're going to move on to Raw versus SmackDown. Just nothing. Uh, oh, it's the tag team champs. The author of... Oh, boy, I can't wait to go off on this one. Authors of Pain, Akam and Rizar. I like that name, Rizar. It's pretty cool. Versus SmackDown tag team champs, The Bar, my bros, my, my brothers, Cesaro and uh, Sheamus. You mean the uh, Thwith Thyborg? What is it? The uh, Thwith... I should have won the show. You should have. Thwith Thyborg. Did you wear that for the last... Can you I explain did. to John what Thwith Thyborg is? Do you know John, what a Thwith Thyborg? Thyborg. Thwith Thyborg? Is that some, yeah, the Thwith Thyborg is, uh, th- is that like someone with a lift? Thitharo. Thitharo. So Thitharo smashed his freaking teeth on, 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 on the bloody post. On the, bl- on Hello, the post. Hello, me old on China. Did I tell us what Nick McBrain calls me whenever I text him? What's that? Hello, me old China. Me what does that mean? China. What China's plate, mate? Nico McBrain. Yeah. No, I know who. Drummer Iron Maiden. Yeah. We are opening for September fourteenth in LA. If you're in the area next it's, year, it's, yes. It's he rhyming. always Chris. says, "Hello, me old China." Chris, it's, it's it's rhyming slang. China plate, mate. Oh, so he's saying you mate. Thanks I didn't even know that, that. and I'm from England. One, man. I should know that because I know Cockney slang. Shall I go upstairs Hello, and get my China. my That's thwith? Good. Thi- Damn it, man! I actually have my thwith thigh box t-shirt upstairs. Why didn't you wear it tonight? Because I wanted to wear my Who the F*** is Jack Slate t-shirt. Because everyone can see this? Right. I just want to wow. what's an author of pain? How do you write pain? Hmm, good call. So, uh, I don't know what an author of pain is, but can I tell you guys my biggest pet peeve with authors of pain? Uh, besides being stiff? Which is very close to Sisters of Pain by Vince Neil on the uh, Exposed album. Is that close to Sisters did of Brent Mercy? Did play on that record? No. Who? Brent Fitz? No, he did not. You did too. Um, my thing is this. I think the concept of Authors of Pain is cool. They're obviously very popular on NXT. I have a problem. Can I be honest with you guys? About go ahead. Problem? No, go ahead. Please tell me. I'm intrigued. Authors of Pain in NXT were managed by Paul Ellering. Yes. Who is a very famous manager. Of course. Who used to wrestle, uh, manage a very uh, uh, killer, violent, physical team named... The Road Warriors. The- Road Warriors, exactly. And now they bring uh, Akeem and Razar to the main roster. And the first night, they basically fire Paul Ellering. I never got that. I didn't either. And especially, I was getting to that. Listen, especially, and this is nothing against anybody. They bring in this dude, Drake Maverick, aka. Ro- this is a guy. It's the worst name ever. No, no, no. There's a guy who actually said, My name is Rockstar Spud. As in, like, he introduced you as... That's what is his name in Impact. No, I know, but I mean... Was he Potato or something? Like, did he Well, Spud, Spud... So, okay, in the UK, he used to go as just Spud. Then he he became more of a character, and he was rock star Spud, and it just carried over to Impact, and, you know... But how can a Potato be a rock star? Well, I mean, I don't know. You have Spud guns and stuff. A potential opponent for you, too. But, I'm but big, I, I, they bring in Rockstar Spud. Hey, I'm just going to say this. I'm, on, I'm bigger than Rockstar Spud. Oh, dude, you're it's twice the size. Yeah. This is nothing against Rockstar Spud. No, of course never. not. He's actually a really good talker as well. Problem. You know, Why would these two behemoths listen to this little, like he looks like, a, like he's a model from a teen magazine. They would listen to the grizzled old vet. Yes. Of Paul Ellering. But this, this why, is- why would they listen 
to Drake Maverick and Rockstar This Spice. is the same thing as if all if, as if I were in the same position I became 205 commissioner and all of a sudden then This I would be become... you managing Undertaker and Kane It makes no sense Zero. Undertaker and Kane with fish and chips as their manager <laughs> It like, doesn't make any sense. A job, that's a joke. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's stupid, idiot bullshit. That bothers me. It, it does. It and it's not against Spud. Do I have? Do I? Do I go by my heart or by what I know? What's going to happen? Both. My heart is I want the bar to win because Sheamus and Cesaro are my boys. Right. Cesaro is one of the fucking best ever, and Sheamus is awesome cat. So Cesaro is incredible. Goddamn. I want Sheamus and Cesaro to win. In reality. Rizar and Akam are going to win yes. with the direction of Rockstar Spud. No, I, I agree with you. It, yeah. I, it, I don't see... And the reason is is because I don't know why they paired him with Spud. Nothing... Uh, sorry, Maverick. Nothing against youth, him. damn it. Well, yeah, I, I, and again, he can talk. He is a talker. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it, but why? Would, against Paul Ellering? If they came up to me and said, okay, Drake Maverick's going to be Magic, I said, Why? Well, because no, what is he going to tell me that I don't already know? Exactly. Okay. And Ricard and Mazam are <laughs> Shazam. Ricard and Shazam. Did you get like Neil in there or something? Right. Wrecked them and Ricard and Shazam. They're young guys, but they so good. is Drake Maverick. Why would the young guys listen to Drake Maverick when they could have listened to Paul Eller? Well, the only who's it, already taken a team to the top of the mountain makes it. I don't understand. Come on, man. Well, I'm going for the Warlord and Barbarian here. Okay, yeah. good. Good. Powers of Pain. I'm back. Powers of Pain. That was a pretty good name. Uh, and people say, uh, ask me sometimes what my favorite match was when I was in WCW. You and Haku. Um, that, I never had a single match with them, but I did have a tag team match with Eddie, Eddie and, you against and Chris Powers versus. Yeah. Vince, what's the name of the team that we wrestled? I can't remember. Hold on, Vince has some advice for me. It was Eddie and Jericho versus the tag team of. It was Haku and Barbarian, the Sisters of Pain. What a great team. Versus uh, 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 Jericho and Guerrero. Wait, Haku and the Barbarian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you pick a fight with them. Why? Would... With Drake Maverick as their manager. <coughs> why would... Okay, wait. I didn't even know about this. Why would Why would Haku and a Barbarian be a team? Because they were a team for years. Were they? Amazing. Yeah, they're cousins. I met a guy. Check this out. In about 2005, randomly in Tokyo, when I was out in the streets for a living, pictures only begun. And um, that's the best hat picture ever. And he was from Tonga. And I said, oh, do you know um, Haku and Barbarian? Perfect. That's going on on the thing. That's cool. And he said, oh, yeah, I know Haku and Barbarian. I'm like 55 right now. When I was 20, Haku was 13 and Barbarian was 15. And they were the toughest guys on the island. Not the toughest guys of their age. The toughest guys on the island. island. At that age. Bodybuilders, assassins, bikers. Now, I know that who is a tough motherfucker. Both of them. I never knew that about the barbarian. Honestly, they're cousins. I, I, I I never knew. Barb's wife used to chase him down the street in Charlotte. Flair told me this. Aunt Arne told me this. With a cast iron 
frying like pan. Hitting him in the head with it, yeah. <laughs> hitting him on the head. You bastard, you did this, you do that. <laughs> whack, whack, whack. Hey, baby, I love you, I love you. She's hitting him as hard as she can with a cast iron frying pan. Just and he's nothing. Going, hey, baby, how are you? They have very thick heads. Google on YouTube. You Google um you search, search Take YouTube. Take search seventeen. YouTube, Perry sat in Haku. They pose a, a question to Perry. They go, WCW locker room, Haku barbarian. Perry sat in Scott Norton, Jim Duggan, blah 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 blah. Jim, who is the toughest and who would win? And he goes, Tonga for sure, Haku for sure. He said the only guy he wouldn't actually kill kill was the barbarian. Yeah, right. Both he said he would, just, he would kill everybody except the barbarian. I like how he threw. Hacksaw Jim Duggan in that. Well, Anyways, said. okay, we're know. going to uh, well the former main event, which is now it's not the main event. Yeah. Raw Women's Champion. We got to move on because we got the set. We've been doing this for seventeen hours. Unfortunately, already. my pick was Authors of Pain on the last oh, one because I love Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, we didn't Amazing do. Did you workers. give your pick? Jack? I don't think I didn't know, but my pick is Authors of Pain because, because just because I got the belts now. Well, they, no, but they both have belts. But what it is is like uh, it, they were so. Even though they were green, they were still built so highly, Dominant. especially with Ellering and NXT. They lost it when they came up to the main roster. They had to try and build it back up. Yeah, Hence why, for some reason, they paired him with Drake Maverick, but I didn't know it. And then all of a sudden now, yeah, I, I think they're going to win. Point is they're new to the belts. They're not going to have them lose. The match. bar aren't going to lose anything by losing this. I love the bar. Do you like the bar? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've got a bar. Of gold? Yeah, just a bar talking to you. You mean your penis? I think so. All right. Here we go. Next. Um, uh, 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 it was the main event, but it's been switched. Raw versus SmackDown once again. Hold on. It's Wimbledon. 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 Serena Williams. Serena Williams versus Billie Jean King. Um, <laughs> Raw <laughs> Women's Champion Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Ferrer. And you know what bugs me, Jack? What? When people go, Ronda Rousey. Rousey. Who says that? Ronda Rousey. It's Ronda Rousey, you dumbasses. Rousey. Um, okay, I've literally so never heard anyone say we Rousey. We gave the kickoff to SmackDown, one for SmackDown. We gave the women's one to... Yeah, let's tiny this. Ember Moon. Ember, that's yep. Raw, one to one. We gave... I. Well, we're, we're just going on... Uh, for me, I gave uh, Braun the win on Raw, two to one. Well, who did you give uh, that, I gave uh, Cesaro the win, no, two to two. Okay. Ronda Rousey or Shelford. And here's my theory on this one. I think the plan at one point, it might have been two months ago, I think WWE was actually going to go for this. The main event, aka the last match on the show, yes. was going to be Ronda versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania? Six, whatever it is. Well, yeah, 2000. WrestleMania 2000. 2000. Um, I think that's changed. And I, I listen, I listen, when I say the main event, Sorry, I said the last match. I was in the quote-unquote main event WrestleMania. Sure. Jericho versus Triple H. It was not the main event. The main event was Rock versus Hogan. Yes. That was the main event. We were the last match on the show. I think the last match on the show for this WrestleMania was Rousey and Charlotte, and I think it was probably going to be Roman with whoever it was. And Roman obviously had to, uh, had to take care of his health pro problems. And then uh, Becky gets stiffed to the face. Uh, terribly, which is crazy she, about how bloody, dude, and bloody she white was, hot she is right now. Dude, and it was organic, yeah, organic. As organic. Well, throwing back to when I said about how I missed that training session when I was fifteen, John Ryan, the trainer, trained her, Becky, yeah, oh. and she also quit wrestling to become a clown. 
Yeah. Dude, she went to clown school. She was a stewardess. The whole training thing, it was it was NWA Hammerlock, Andre Baker, who is no longer with us. Oh. Uh, it was, it was you, uh, uh, Becky Lynch, Finn Balor. They were the two Irish. Were you there? I was going to be. Oh, but you missed, but I you missed the show up late. <laughs> yeah. You dumb idiot. Um, no, I turned up a day early. Who was the big Welsh guy who was around a few years ago? Mark oh, Rob Ryan. Terry. No, uh, Mason Ryan. Mason Ryan, yeah. Oh, there. I thought it was Rob Terry. Uh, was no, Rob, Rob Terry's, oh, yeah. He was Welsh, too. Yeah. I wanted him to be my bodyguard, and they gave the gig to uh, Lance... Um, Cade. Cade. I requested Rob Terry. R.I.P. Exactly, man. Good guy. But, uh, no, so, I mean, uh, honestly, the whole, you know, uh, Becky and uh, Bala came from the same... So um, we're going yes. back, we're going back <laughs> to Charlotte and Ronda. Like I said, they lost the main event. They put Charlotte. So my point is, I thought they were going to go for Charlotte and Ronda in main event. And I think now, with Vince's mindset, if we take a negative and turn to the positive, Becky cannot wrestle at Survivor Slam skis. But the Slammies? She can wrestle at the Slammies. Okay, and good. she can also wrestle at WrestleMania. And I think that there was a flip-flop. I think Charlotte got taken out of the WrestleMania main event, mm. and I think little Becky got put in it. And when she was standing there with a broken freaking nose, blood everywhere, looking like the like the hottest, craziest, up. lunatic, up. Viking, crazy person, dude, that's my prediction. Main event WrestleMania 75, wherever the hell it is. Keep this where's, going. Where's WrestleMania? Is there MetLife Stadium? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think it's 38. Uh, Becky versus Ronda, main event. Uh, but we got Ronda versus four. Charlotte, not main event. Mm. Obviously, I'm going 1,000% Ronda wins. Triple R for me, yep. Triple R? Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Oh, she's a Rowdy. She's she a big Rowdy. Rowdy Piper fan. And she's Triple R. Piper is a brother, man. I love what a fucking awesome dude that I, I remember was a, I a love kid that watching Piper, and he cut the best promos, and he was the best heel. You know what Piper was? He was a lot like Lars. You know what Piper would do? He would look you in the eye. How are you, John? Good to see you, my friend. And when someone looks you in the eyes like that, they really care. Yeah, they do. You know? I Jack, like how are you? What are you looking at? You okay? It's just my phone. Everything all right? It's fine. That's Roddy Pipe. I'm doing my right. I'm not the hat's just, just disappeared yeah. now, too. <laughs> yeah. So are, are we all going for Ronda on this one? Yeah. We need a wee break everywhere. No. <laughs> All right, we're back from the intermission slash piss break. So, uh, uh, next match, Ronda Rousey. Oh, oh, sorry, we've already. We did that one. Three triple R's. Um, There's no way to me that Raw versus SmackDown for the IC Championship, Rollins versus Nakamura is going on after Rousey. I think that I think Rousey be second from the top. Seth versus Shinsuke. Where are we going with this? Do we even care at this point? Nobody's watching. Everyone's talking about Charlotte and Ronda and Brock and Brian. I feel that Seth and uh, Shinsuke got lost in the shuffle here. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Even decide um, who our uh, predictions were for Rollins and uh, Shinsuke? My prediction is Shinsuke's entrance will go longer than the match. Is Nita Strauss going to play it again? I don't know, but it'll... She's awesome, man. Yeah, she's great. She's going to um, be the Jericho Cruise next year, by the way. Whoa. Oh, and next... Uh, well, I haven't next asked year, her yet, but I'm hoping she will. Are you going to leave right now? No, I just want to stretch back. Oh, you're wearing my hat, too. But, yeah, he, he switched Yeah, we got to get downtown to Chinatown. Who's winning? Shinsuke and uh, 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 Seth Rogen. Shinsuke. Shinsuke with a running really? from Ambrose. With a running Ambrose? With a running from... Ambrose. Nope. That should be Shinsuke's move, the running Ambrose. The one in, the, 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 the one in Ambrose. agree there'll be an Ambrose appearance in this match? No, there should yeah. be. Yeah, there should be. There should be. I never understood the term lunatic fringe because he never had a fringe. He had more of a comb over. It. Well, I'll ball. tell you why. There's, you ever heard Tom Cochran, Red Rider? He never had a Canadian fringe. band? There's a, there's a song called Lunatic Fringe. <laughs> the lunatic <laughs> Talk fringe. amongst yourselves. Okay. Um, I'm thinking... I'm going to go with uh, uh, Seth. But when you guys are talking about the run-in of Ambrose, who is not on the show, hmm, now I have a conundrum. Got some credence. Got some credence to play water revival. Lenny Kravitz. He's taking his last time. I'm going to go... (laughs) I think that uh, Rollins should probably win. But the whole Ambrose element tells me that he won't. So let's go with uh, uh, Shinsuke. Okay, so we're go. Oh, we're all going with uh, Shinsuke via interference. Of Do you think Ambrose. there's a Japanese thing? Because look at uh, Hideo Matami. Where's he hidden? He can never. He never. He never made it, man. That he's on the live sometimes. show. He's on that. It does. It does. Look, look hey, listen. Let's go to ECW, the most famous indie of our era. Yeah. Who are the top guys? Give me the top five guys from ECW history. Uh, RVD. Okay. Sabu. Yeah. Mike Tommy Awesome. Dreamer. Who's the second one? Yeah. Mike Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tommy uh, Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. Okay. What, Tanaka? Okay. I, mean, I, I don't know. How many of those guys made it in WWE? Zero. Exactly. Zero. True. 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 Well, point is this. Listen, we've talked about it. We've debated it. Let's go to the main event. Okay, it was it. it was Brock versus AJ, which we've seen before. Great match. Now it's been changed. First time ever, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. And I'm so excited about this. Okay, let's give us some love. So, I just think the uh, the fa- okay. So the fact that Daniel was was. Uh, you know, out of it for so long, and now he's back. He's he's now yeah. just been given the title, right? Right. I don't see. I don't see it being a. Uh, yeah. I. I, I you sound like Chris. I'm the drummer of ACDC. Man from man and Tom Jones. Uh, just so you guys know, that is an impression of my father. Was, was Chris Slade <laughs> ever in Slade? No, he no, wasn't. Why Slade, would he be? They named the band after him. No. Well, he could say he did. No, he couldn't. All right, Brian, uh, Brian just, 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 just won the belt. Yeah, just won the belt. So why do you think Vince McMahon put the belt on Brian to work with Brock to protect AJ? No, 
I, I, I'm not so sure about that. Why would he protect you? He doesn't care about AJ. I'm protect him, but he's a, you know, he's a baby face. I think as far as the match goes, I actually think it would. it's going to be a no contest. Yeah. Is AJ going to be involved mm. somewhere in this or not? Or is it going to be two no. running? I don't think it's going to be AJ, but there's some, something something's going to okay. go down. You think it's okay? What do you think, John? The thing is, the thing is, now we've got watching the end of that match. We've got we're Daniel Bryan now turning almost lunatic. And right. It reminds me of Ambrose's lunatic turn. So we've got lunatic fringe. But, but Daniel's got a fringe, so he can call himself a lunatic fringe. Whereas Dean's bald. <laughs> Somebody right? out there. But you know what I mean? Like there's now two guys that have got this crazy thing going on. Crazy fringe. Yeah. So what? What are they? Gonna, how are they going to have two guys working a similar sort of gimmick? Well, I mean, you know, they could have a uh, have a feud in the hair salon. Okay, then the winner of the friend, the lunatic. The winner, of the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, here's what I think is gonna happen. Okay. Uh, Brian's gonna this ass kick. So just be bumper fun with it. What's that? It'll be a bumper fun with it. Um, I know from experience that Brock will show up, and maybe he talks, maybe he doesn't. Or maybe he just goes, we'll see in the ring. And Dan Bryan's not big enough or crazy enough to uh, deal with that. I'm saying Brock, with a total annihilation of Bryan, where he doesn't even want to do anything. That's my prediction. Jack? No contest. What do you mean? It's, it, I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think there's going to be a winner. Ooh. That's pretty bold. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. You think it's going to be like a like a double DQ or some shit? Something. I, I think the fact that I gave Brian the belt tonight, not this for the not it's not for the title, but nah, I I don't see him losing straight away. Okay. I think it's going to be it's no not contest. for the title. No, I know it doesn't matter. I I I. You don't see him losing a match. I don't see him losing straight away. I don't see him. I, wow. I, I, even if it is a Lesnar, I don't see him losing. It's it's going to be a no contest. It's I appreciate be. your pathos. Thanks, Jack. Everyone at home, Google Pathos. Is that like a? Is that like the uh, Greek? It's the Greek like kebab. I don't know. Oh, that's a gyro. That's a euros. Gyro. Euros. Euros. Well, we say gyro. Euros. Is it like a gif slash jif? A jif. What are we calling this? Yeah, my name is Jeff. Are we calling it a gif or a jif? Gif, me personally. We want a Jack Slade gif. Oh, there's plenty. My my my. there is. This match. Whoa, whoa, crikey, crikey. Cinnamon Wool seems to be a wrestler. I think it's crikey. I think crikey. I think this is going to be an early onslaught from Daniel Bryan. He'll get in a bit of offense, and then it'll be Brock Annihilation. Saudi punishment. Yeah, I think that... Uh, um... They won't make you. They won't squash him totally, but this guy can't afford to hurt his neck again, can he? Oh, Liebenstein, Brock and Lesnar... Valken, the cock and border, the suplex city, Valken Liechtenstein, das ist gut, ja, la caviar, ja, caviar. What do you know about caviar, Jack Slade? I remember from the Summerstone preview. You told me you what it was. For everybody here in Australia that didn't come to see Fuzzy, <laughs> you yeah, missed yeah. a great. For show. everybody in the world that didn't come to see, see Fuzzy, <laughs> listen, this is a great Australian tour. We had a great, great time all the time. I want to thank you guys for coming to rock with us. I don't know how even know how long this podcast is. It could be five hours or three hours or seven hours. Chris, thanks a lot for letting oh, me. Relax. Thanks a lot for letting me on. Thank you for having me on your my debut. It's your a, debut. I've had a very good time. Why? What is your accent right now? 
And Buddy Boy. Murphy, kudos to you for dating You're Melissa. Very attractive Hi, man. All right, thanks to Jack Slade and John Riot for helping out with the best worst Survivor Series preview ever. We'll see how we do with our predictions. Let us know who got the most right on the Twitter at Talk is Jericho and at I am Jack Slade. And get yourself a Drunkamania t-shirt or who the F is Jack Slade uh, on Jack's Pro Wrestling Tees store, ProWrestlingTees.com. He's got a few shirts in there. Go grab your favorite. And speaking of your favorite, who's your favorite rock and roll band that's coming to Canada next week to do the final leg of the Judas Rising Tour? Yes, I'm talking about Fozzie. Uh, November 21st in Moncton, 23rd Halifax, 24th Quebec City, 25th Montreal, 26th Armprior. That's sold out. London on November 27th at the uh, London Music Hall. Toronto at the Rock Pile on the 28th. Uh, November 30th, Thunder Bay at Crocs. Hometown show December 1st in Winnipeg at the Burton Cummings Theatre. And the second is Regina at the Exchange. That one is sold out. Uh, December 3rd, Edmonton, Alberta at the Starlight Room. And the final show of the Judas Rising Tour in Calgary at the Gateway on December 4th. FozzyRock.com for all ticket information, including how to buy tickets for one of Fozzy's legendary meet and greets. It's one of the best in the business. We play a mini concert just for you. Uh, we do meeting, meetings and greetings and take pictures and hang out and have a lot of fun. So go to FozzyRock.com for all ticket information and all VIP information. All right, coming up Wednesday, one of my personal heroes, legendary Iron Maiden bass player, primary songwriter, the architect of one of the greatest heavy metal bands of all time, if not the greatest heavy metal band of all time. Talking about Steve Harris of Iron Maiden, and uh, so excited we're actually opening for Iron Maiden September 14th at the LA Bank Coliseum in Los Angeles. We're going to talk all things Iron Maiden and Steve's solo band, British Lion. That's coming up on Wednesday, one of my dreams come true. If you ever would have told me when I was a kid that Steve Harris is going to call my phone, I would have flipped out. So super excited about this Wednesday. In the meantime and in between time, have a great weekend. Make sure you check out Survivor Series on the WWE Network. Don't forget, all you got to do for that is go to wwenetwork.com slash Jericho, and you can watch Survivor Series for free. So we'll see you then. In the meantime and in between time, stay hard, stay cool, stay hungry. Peace, love, and hugs to the big yeah, boy.